Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to the Eat Local New York podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Tringale, and I had the incredible pleasure of sitting down and talking with Miss Dreamer Glenn here on the podcast just a few moments ago. Wonderful conversation. I'm so glad that she was able to come down today. Sometimes on the podcast that we have episodes just banked. I record like four or five in a day and they're just ready to go and bam. And sometimes I struggle thinking about, well, who do I want on next? And so that was one of those times uh, where I was struggling, like, who do I want to have on the podcast? Last week, I had the idea to reach out to the Salt City Market and have all eight of their food entrepreneurs on the episode one after the other. So I would have eight episodes, two months of nothing but promoting the Salt City Market and everything that these entrepreneurs are doing. So I reached out and they sent out an email and Dreamer was the first person to jump on it. And I'm so glad that she did. Uh, She has her pop-up that's going to be happening at the With Love restaurant location. And um, yeah, Salt City Market has been doing this each week featuring a new entrepreneur. And uh, she talks about the details of it, but uh, I believe, yeah, it's the 12th, 13th and 14th of August. So it's this coming Wednesday, Thursday, Friday that you're going to be able to uh, get some of her amazing food. And you can find out the details. We talk, she talks about it and gives the details at the end of the episode. Or check out the show notes. I'll have it in there. Um, I'm just thrilled I was able to sit down and talk with her. Such a wonderful person. Great conversation. I really know that you're going to enjoy this one. And a huge shout-out to our sponsors for this week's episode, Glazed and Confused Donuts. Huge shout out to them doing it right here in Syracuse. Amazing donuts, creative donuts, delicious donuts. Longest line for food in Syracuse consistently, maybe. I think that's an award that they're going to get. Uh, But just phenomenal place. Check them out. Glazed and Confused Donuts, downtown Syracuse. Easy to get in, easy to get out. They're not going to break your bank. I mean, I just can't say enough about them. They're at 211 North Clinton Street, so go check them out. Glazed and Confused Donuts. Special shout-out to our friends over at Peaks Coffee Company for being just an awesome, awesome, awesome group of people and making some delicious coffee. So Peaks Coffee Company, definitely check them out online. They have uh, really a great Instagram account for a coffee company here in Syracuse. So check out Peaks Coffee Company and uh, get some very delicious coffee. You can find them online at peakscoffeeco.com. You can also find them at their very gorgeous cafe, which is located at 1200 East Genesee Street right here in Syracuse. Well, without further ado, here is my conversation with Dreamer Glenn. You know, I used to be very edited with these and I used to like be really concerned about them and mm-hmm. try to put a lot of effort into after the fact and taking out all my uhs and ums. And and that's my problem, the uhs and the ums, but it's <laughs> it's human. It's it's who you are. Yeah, so, exactly. You know, when you speak to me, you're going to hear those uhs right. and ums and, yeah. and all that good stuff. So why not? You know? <laughs> The biggest thing that frustrates me about myself doing it that I noticed is I do it as other people are talking. And so 
I can't just, I'm not a silent listener. Like a great interviewer is a silent listener. Right. I'm, I'm not that person. <laughs> it doesn't bother me. Yeah. It doesn't bother me. So that was the biggest thing for me. But uh, yeah, well, let's get started. We're here with Miss Dreamer and you've got a restaurant that's opening up in the Salt City Market coming up here in the fall. I do. All right. Tell, I us, do. Um, tell us a little bit. So about I am Dreamer Glenn and I am owner of Miss Prissy's. Um, which is a catering business. We've been uh, catering and doing things in, about, and around the city for a very long time. And we finally have an opportunity to get a brick and mortar, if you will. Yeah. And we're super excited about it. We're excited to be a part of the Salt City family. And we're looking forward to November. Yeah, that's awesome. I, um, I, yeah, we were in, my wife and I, we got married in October. And we, um, which I still say it like it was just a month ago, but it's almost a year now. Well, congratulations. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, so we went to Hawaii on our honeymoon. And uh, that was a wild experience. But they had a food hall there. And uh, those are, that's an amazing little creation for sure. It is. I mean, I can't wait to see what it's going to be like in Syracuse. It is. And I, I just hope that. It does what it's supposed to do. You know, food is like the ultimate unifier, Mm -hmm. you know, and if you can Mm -hmm. get a little bit of everybody's culture in one spot, you know, you can you can have a lot of positivity there. You can do a lot of things. So I'm super excited to be a part of such a larger conglomerate. Yeah. When did you first hear about the like the market and the auditions? Oh, my goodness. So I first heard about the market when it was just an idea. Hmm. Um, You know, I uh, was approached and, you know, hey, we we have this idea. You know, would you sit in on a couple of meetings and let me know, you know, what you think about it and what are your ideas? So, okay, (laughs) And, you know, went to the meetings and and sat around a bit and was like, oh, okay, if they do it, wonderful. If not, you know, so be it. Um, And then the application time came. And to be honest with you, I did not want to apply for Mm. Salt City Market. It was not on my list of things to do. Um, A good friend of mine actually you know, filled out the application and told, <laughs> told me that I was going to the informational meeting. And, um, and here we are. Yeah. Um, wow. Because I was actually done with, <laughs> I was done with it all. Oh, <laughs> I was yeah. just done. Um, and you know, it, it turned out to, to work in yeah. my favor. So, you know, I selected the application process. Um, mm. I think it started off as like a hundred and it's over well over a hundred. Yeah. Um, and then we had a first go round. Mm. So we had two two segments. Mm. So I was a part of the spring cohort. Okay. And then another cohort came in the fall. Mm. And the decisions were made based upon those two cohorts. The cohorts of people, excuse yeah. me, they had to, you know, select just eight of us. <laughs> um, so they, they've got the, the best of the best. Yeah. And, and here we are. <laughs> I can't. I was just thinking about that because um, I was going through some of the old pictures uh, from the market and like especially just February like the selection to think that they had to comb through everyone all of those people all those applicants all that food uh, you know and then will it down to eight people that they thought were the best it was like an episode of chopped yeah pretty much you know every time you got an email like I lived the fight another day this is wonderful okay on to the next round <laughs> 
So it was yeah. it was a great experience. Yeah, you know? it was a great experience. So you said you were done, like when that application time came. I mean, how long? I mean, you've been you've had the catering business for. I've been in a the few game years. for 17, 17, 18 years. Wow. Um, and we all know we live in, in upstate New York and, you know, just the red tape and the, and the paperwork mm. and, you know, just trying to get a food business. Yeah. One of the most risky business yeah. that you could ever partake in, you know, off the ground in New York, you know, you go to a bank, oh, I need thirty five forty thousand dollars $40,000 because <laughs> I want to cook. And they're looking at you like you have eight heads, like, yeah, okay, <laughs> let me know how that works out for you, yeah. you know? So it's, it's just... You know, it was very hard, yeah. um, very hard to, to get your foot in the door. Um, hmm. And Syracuse is, we all know, it's a who you know town. Yeah. You know, and you have to know the right people to hmm. get into the right places and to have those those doors open. Yeah. Um, so, as I said, it's a it's a wonderful project, Yeah. you know, to be a part of, you know, the whole umbrella that yeah. you're walking under for right now can open many doors in the oh, future. Oh, for sure. Yeah. You know, so I was mm. just done with the whole process, the back and forth, you know, the red tape or you can do this here or we'll put mm. you out here, but we won't put you here. Just the, the whole bureaucracy. Yeah. You know, of it all. I was just I'd mm. had enough, you know. Can you tell me, can we talk about that? Because I mean, without like, I don't want you to like spill your guts <laughs> and tell me like start naming names. But right. uh, that's so wild to me because I mean, I mean, first of all, I think anybody who's going to open up a brick and mortar is um, I've always admired those people and looked up to them just because, you know, like, uh, I have this business, I have a full-time job and I've always, I'm always, I've always been the type of person where I'll start like the, the small, you know, side hustle businesses. Right. You know? My family always makes fun of me for that. When mm -hmm. I was, you know, I had a furniture store when I was like 21 years old uh -huh. and, uh, I used to live in central Texas and, uh, I had a window washing company when I was there, you know, <laughs> I had a car detailing business. It's all about the hustle. You know, so I did all that kind of stuff. So for me, it's like starting, you know, things that don't cost a lot or I can, you know, run around and do them like door to door or the internet. Um, I've never thought about, you know, for me, I, I don't wouldn't want to take the risk of trying to open up a restaurant. Of all things, even if I thought I had the best idea or the best food, it's still scary as hell to me. But I didn't know that there was like that much uh, that much of like a hassle to go through and getting something open like that. It, it is, um, you know, down to your location. And mm. you have to think about that very strategically, location and zoning mm. and traffic and how accessible, yeah. you know, it is to to mm. your potential customer, you yeah. know, and then you get into licensing, mm. you know, and permits and you have to go through New York State Health Department and your local health department, yeah. um, you know, and mm. just the the financing yeah you know of it all especially for you know black and brown people yeah it's you know a hundred times more difficult hmm. than it would be for someone else yeah you know um we're hmm. an automatic risk factor yeah you know unfortunately yeah um so it it just makes it makes it harder um yeah just it just Crazy. makes it harder you know um and the restaurant industry is kind of everybody loves to eat, but everybody <laughs> thinks they just drive by and it's just there one day. They don't know what it actually took to get that restaurant there. Yeah, um, it's a lot of hard work, you know, and you see mm. the 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 franchise, the chain restaurants. 
they go up so quickly because they have they have a parent. Yeah. You know, they have a parent company. You mm. know, they have, you know, they put so much money in, but at the end of the day, it's Yeah, you're backed by Yeah, you're backed by a, a larger name. Yeah. So of course you're gonna be successful. Of course you're gonna yeah. you're gonna make it, you know, and if yeah. you fall it's not that big of a brunt, you know. Right. Um but for someone like me who's a, a soul, you know, you 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 own it. It's right. yours. You know, and you put all your blood, sweat, tears, savings, yeah. you know, bootstrap financed <laughs> it. You know, it's it's a different level. Yeah. For you sure. know, it's a different level because and even employees, because you take that you, you're taking their livelihood mm-hmm. into your hands. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're not successful, they can't feed their children. Mm-hmm. So it's a whole different yeah. dynamic, you yeah. know, and just hmm. getting it off the ground. It's so it's stressful. Yeah. It's truly a labor of love. And if you don't love it, mm-hmm. you really should just leave it alone. <laughs> <laughs> you really should leave it alone. Yeah. Um, it's really, I find mm. in Syracuse, it's it's not, you know, you say you want to own a restaurant. I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> you know, that's, that's the, yeah, okay, here here we go. You know, another restaurant that's going to, yeah. you know, be closed down in, in five years mm. or, or five months even. Yeah, right. You know, um, so it's it's just very hard to go through the red tape. Yeah. And to think about all of the behind the scenes things, you know, mm. the, the levels of insurance, you know, that you have to have the, <laughs> it's, a lot. It's a, it's a lot. It. <laughs> it's a lot to it, you know. Yeah. And it's like I said, it's truly a labor of love. Yeah. So you have to love what you do. I just had um, uh, Steve Samuels on. Uh, we just recorded this past week, and you know he's been a chef in Syracuse for decades. And we were talking about that. We we're talking about like when you go into work every night. Uh, even I mean, not just a chef, but as a chef as anybody in the restaurant industry, you're going in and getting the crap kicked out of you every single night, every night, you know, and it's not like, like at my job, if I have a bad day, uh, and I, you know, misspell a word in my Facebook post or something, uh, nothing really is going to happen from that. You know, even if, even if I'm like working on a project with coworkers and I have a bad day, so what, uh, as a chef, as a server, as you know, anybody in the industry, you go in and have a bad day, that person jumps online and leaves a review. Everybody's going to know about yeah, it. <laughs> they may not come back. You know, Absolutely. There's so many different things. It's a, it's a tough ask to be in this industry. And you're right. You really do have to love it. You do. You have to have that drive and that passion for it. And I find that if you have that drive, that passion, that zeal, it comes out. Yeah. It comes out in your food. Mm. You know, it comes out in the way that you interact with your customers. You have to love what you do. Yeah. And when you stop, <laughs> leave it alone. <laughs> <laughs> you have to just leave it alone. Yeah. Yeah. So you've been doing it for years and you've had a catering business. Is that right? Yes. I started out, um, Miss Prissy's actually started out as a catering business. Mm. Um, and we would do, you know, small parties and, you know, graduations and weddings and, you know, mm. all the, all the good catering gigs, <laughs> slopping yeah. stuff back and forth all across town <laughs> over Syracuse, you know, you live and you learn, yeah. you know? Um, so we started out that way. Um, and then with the, uh, you know, with the with the publicity and the notoriety mm-hmm. of the Salt City market, you know, before Corona hit, we were back to back booked. Mm. Wow. 
And, you know, it was just like, hmm. oh, my God, you know, because they saw my face on the news. You know, yeah. they saw this logo. Yeah. I was like, OK, well, we're going to you know, <laughs> we're going to see what, you know, Miss Prissy's can do. And we started getting contracts with hospitals. And, you know, so it became like, oh, wow. OK, <laughs> this is this is where I wanted to be. But now that I'm here, what the hell do we do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it, it's been a wonderful ride. Um, hmm. Business business was great, yeah. um, you know, until. Yeah. You know, until COVID, COVID. Yeah, right. pre-COVID business was fantastic. <laughs> yeah. um, but it's really it's really been a blessing because even in that aspect with the catering, we haven't missed a beat. Yeah. Um, because although our events were canceled, um, you know, we were approached by Community Plates mm. and the Allen Foundation. Oh, so yeah. we prepared over 16,800 meals, wow. you know, to, to give to the community to help feed them, wow. you know, during this pandemic. So we were super, yeah. super proud awesome. to be able to take part in that. And, yeah. you know, just an awesome experience and to do what you love mm -hmm. and to be able to serve the community at the same time was just totally awesome for yeah. us. So I we bet. were super excited. So we we really didn't miss a beat. Yeah. You know, we stayed busy That's awesome. um, and, and some smaller, you know, community events and yeah. meetings trickled in. So we were able to to keep our heads above water. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Are you noticing it? Like, I mean, obviously you stay busy, but have you noticed any like more events picking up now or they are, yeah. they are. Um, we are, yes, I'm like booked out on the fifth on <laughs> the 11th. And then I go right into my, yeah. <laughs> to my curbside takeout. So, you know, people are excited to see the sunshine. Yeah. Um, people are excited to be able to, even if it's socially distanced, mm -hmm. um, they're excited to be able to gather yeah. again. And I think that, you know, so what if I have to wear a mask? So what if I have to stay six <laughs> feet apart, you know, I'm just happy to see another person yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and to get outside and enjoy it. Yeah. Um, so, you know, little things are starting to, yeah. to pick back up and the phone's starting to, to ring awesome. again. And I think that we're slowly starting to get back to our new normal. Yeah. I don't think it'll ever be the same again, but yeah, I know it's strange. It uh. is really strange. <laughs> it's strange, but I think that, you know, this is, this will be the way of the world for just the, for a while yeah. so we just as well buck up saddle up and strap in and take the ride <laughs> i was just about to say man it makes me so sad and then you just said to buck us yeah, yeah it does it, it's really yeah. sad though because we've had a gorgeous summer what we just I hit know. the record for july yeah. the hottest july ever yeah and you know there's only so much we can do yeah you know we sure. can sit on a porch we can go to a park right. but you know the things that i have a graduate my son is oh, graduating wow. high school wow you know and just the way that we celebrate that you yeah. know he didn't have a prom he didn't have hmm. you know his graduation ceremony is on monday and i have to watch from a car wow it's this monday this coming monday wow. so i have to watch from a car you know and just the celebration in general hmm. we can pretty much only have yeah. family you know so it's yeah. just a different it's crazy different time yeah you know, different time it's uh when the masks were first like all right everybody has to wear a mask oh, in public gosh. <laughs> it was like it was amazing how uh angry people were like, right i mean uh my wife worked from home the major like really well the entire time she has and uh, especially those first couple months, I was still going out. To, I was still going to work uh, into the office every day. And I was the one going to the store and just doing anything in mm -hmm. public. And there is a for, you know, the, for a few weeks there in the beginning, you didn't have to wear a mask. Right. Out. And then when you did, I started to notice people were like starting to get a little 
and uh and now i feel like that's got that's subsided now that everybody's kind of used to it right right um but yeah it's uh we went to so we started going to church and trying to find a new church uh maybe in the spring mm-hmm. uh no uh last fall we started so we were like going around just trying to find a church that would fit and um, uh, we were going to this church called Believer's Chapel. Believer's Chapel. Yep. Yeah. I'm familiar with it. All right. Mm-hmm. So we were going there. And um, uh, and then the holidays hit and we were out of town. And then we were on our honeymoon and just all this stuff happened. So we ended up been for a couple of weeks. And then COVID happened. And obviously nobody was going to church, church anymore. Right? At all. Yeah. Our church is still shut down. Oh, so, really? Yes. What church do you go to? Second Olivet on the corner of West and Shinard Street. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Yep, so we're there. Yeah. Back in the day, I was uh, I grew up in church and was always like uh, my parents were always volunteering. My uh, mm-hmm. my brother and his wife are pastors at a church down in New York. OK. And then my sister's a traveling minister and she lives in Nashville now. Um, but I grew up, you know, oh, doing you, that. your church baby. Yeah. You, you know, it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so am I. Church. baby. Yeah. When I was in high school, we went to Solid Rock on James or River Life on James. James Street. Street. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we went there. But there's this uh, church that friends from years ago are starting uh, called Thrive City Church. And so they haven't even started it yet. Um, You know, they're like planting this church like as COVID's happening. Uh, they had their, they had like a get to know us meeting though at dinosaur barbecue though, a couple weeks ago. So, well, food, I mean, yeah, you know, I mean, any the ultimate that, unifier church, <laughs> yeah. all the things you love in one yeah. spot. <laughs> I mean, when the church does something over a barbecue, it's, uh, you know, um, it's hard to pass up and say, hard no. to say no. All right. Mm-hmm. But now they're launching and it's all online. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They're actually, they just got a space here in the Delavan center. Okay. Um, uh, but yeah, so it's all going to be online. It's just a weird, weird time, mm-hmm. you know? It really is, you know, just it's so weird, you know, school, you know, planning yeah. for, for opening. I still have one that's in school and okay. it's just like, OK, well, what what does that look like? You yeah. know, and if it does open, then what do we do to make certain that you're safe? Because you can't be certain that everybody's going to be yeah. responsible as you are. Yeah. You know, so how does how does this hmm. really look you know and right. i understand both dynamics with parents having to go back to work but they and not having child care and yeah. you know it's it's oh, a yeah. really ugly yeah for sure ugly time have they know. talked about have they released their plan yet for what they have doing? um they have so for her grade um she'll be going into the 10th grade okay. so they're going to stay home and do total remote wow. learning but they're yeah. going to send the younger ones to school mm. off and on wow. um, on some type of a schedule so. yeah it's tough. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. Crazy, it's really, crazy. It's really tough. Huh. Really tough. And then, I mean, especially going into the fall when the restaurant's going to be opening. Right. right. November. Yeah. And, you know, we don't <laughs> November, know. November. That's not that. That's <laughs> it's a couple, a few months yeah, away. That's wild. Um, you know, we don't know what that looks like. Yeah. Realistically. I mean, you know, all the, hmm. the, the dreams of a grand opening. And, yeah. You know, ribbon cutting and stuff like that. We may not. Wow. Be able to do that. You know, when Hmm. we open, we might have to be at 50 percent capacity. Um, We might be takeout only. You know, we don't know Hmm. what that looks like. You know, the perils of opening a business in the middle of a (laughs) pandemic. You know, (laughs) It's like crazy. Yeah. But 
Hmm. Here we here we are, you know, holding down the fort and, yeah. you know, people are like, will I slow down? Will I stop? No, I have been busy <laughs> every single day, seven days a week since March 17th when the city shut down. <laughs> I became super busy, <laughs> you know, so it's it's just, yeah. you know, you do what you do and yeah. you just hmm. go with it. Yeah, I've learned that I'm totally type A personality um everything has to be just so and just right mm-hmm. but one when you're in the food industry have to learn to let that go yeah and secondly mm. with the the timing and everything that's going on in the world you just have to have that that flexibility and realize that you have to make some adjustments yeah because things are not going to be as you would like them to be yeah hmm. i'm going to restart the cameras real quick mm-hmm. just because they only have a certain time limit on each one Well, you know, I am, I'm a bit, and I was an only child for 18 years. So yeah, I am (laughs) like totally. So you were used to it and then everything changed. Used to it. That's funny. I was, uh, I'm a bit of a brat. Yeah. Just a little bit. Did you grow up around here? I did. I was born and raised here in Syracuse. Okay. Um, I lived in, um, right across the street from Nottingham high school. You okay. know, that's where I kind of, yeah. my stomping grounds on the East side, you know, right. that Syracuse DeWitt border. Yeah. Um, so that's where I grew up okay. and I went to Henniger black nights nice. all day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I went there and I went to, um, SUNY Albany, okay. um, for college undergrad and grad. Okay. And, um, yeah, but what for the m- most part, I've always come, come back home. Yeah. What did you major in? Human biology. <laughs> really? <laughs> Strangely enough, and I'm standing behind a stove every day. Yeah. Go figure. Yeah. Human biology. Um, it was with hopes and dreams that I would um, hmm. eventually go to med school. Okay. But life happened. Yeah. Um, I got married and divorced and had kids and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And yeah. life gave me a good run for my money. <laughs> um, but my heart and my passion was always cooking, was always service. Okay. And I just fell back on mm. what I knew how to do. Yeah. You know, and it's it's brought me the most joy and <laughs> I'm I'm satisfied. I'm I'm happy. I'm happier than I've ever been yeah. in a long time. That's awesome. Doing what I love to do. Yeah. So that really is, I mean, you know, it's uh it's easy to kinda have something to f- like at a goal to attain or a level to reach or whatever the case is. But uh if you can just figure out a way to be happy in wherever you are like genuinely happy, not just kind of the fake. Right. You know, well, I'm doing good. Go you know? along and get along because my paycheck looks good. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. You know, if you can find a way to be happy and uh, where you are, that's really one of the, that's the most important thing in life. Absolutely. Um, I mean, I'll go through. I'll, I'm so I'm. Uh, am I going to be thirty? I'm going to be thirty-four next month. Yeah, I'm going to be thirty-four next month. I got <laughs> you by ten years. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, but. You know, I just kind of, we didn't grow up in like a rich family by any stretch of the imagination, not even close to it, you know, and uh, my dad was in the restaurant industry and always trying to, you know, kind of make it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but so we grew up, you know, I don't know, I'd say 
upper lower class, you know, mm-hmm. uh, thank God we had, I had grandparents, my dad's parents that were always there to like, yeah, my grandmother raised me. So yeah, yeah I get right. it. Yeah. I get it. So I grew up in Kentucky and, um, and then we moved here when I was 13 because my dad's from Syracuse. My mom's from Kentucky Okay. and, uh, his parents were here and older. So getting, you know, they couldn't take care of themselves anymore. So we moved, I'm the youngest of four. And so we moved up here and I started high school. I went to a small, like I was homeschooled my whole life. And oh, then wow. I went to a small, uh, private Christian school. And when I say small, I mean, there was like 30 people. Where'd in you it. go? Uh, th- this was in Kentucky. Okay, in Kentucky. Yeah. Okay. So there was like 30 people in a class. Okay. A whole graduating class, mm-hmm. right? There was only 30 people. So I went <laughs> that from... That is small. Yeah. I went from that to then Syracuse and, you know, West Hill Public School. Oh, wow. Yeah, all that kind of stuff, you know, yeah. so... Called uh, shock. Yeah, without a doubt. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, but went from like this, you know, tiny house in Kentucky, and then we moved in with my grandparents, and they had a big house, and it was like, wow, look at this. You know? Right, right. Uh, but so Kentucky to Syracuse. But for some reason, I always felt like when I it was like, just could have been being the youngest and dumb uh and naive but i was just like you know i'm gonna one day i'm gonna have like a big house and you know be really wealthy the american dream right and uh i'm getting to a point at 34 where i'm like now thinking to myself that may not probably not gonna happen (laughs) (laughs) that is out the door uh i mean i'm still gonna try but you know the reality is kind of you know uh six years ago I would be sitting down, you know, dreaming about, you mm-hmm. know, I'm going to move there. I'm going to move here. I'm going to live in this place. I'm going to, and being married now and, uh, you know, as we're planning a family and all that kind of stuff, uh, I'm starting to realize now. Oh, wait till the kids come. Yeah. yeah wait till like, the kids come. Those things aren't happening. <laughs> really throw a monkey wrench in the, in the game plan. But, uh, you know, you're, you're absolutely right. And, you know, I just had to learn to, to let go and to realize that, it's not my plan, but yeah. it's God's plan for me. There you go. And whatever his plan is, yeah. is what's going to happen. And it may have taken me a little while <laughs> to get there because of my own, you know, yeah. my own, uh, yeah, hard-headed stubbornness because this is what I want to do and this uh-huh. is how I'm going to do it. And I want it done this way. Yeah. And, you know, when you totally relinquish that, you know, great things, mm-hmm. you know, start to happen. And, and that's exactly how it how it went, you know, I, you know, like I said, life happened. I caught hell Hmm. for at least seven years. Hmm. But when I finally, you know, just kind of bowed down and sucked it (laughs) up and was like, all right, apparently this is not what I'm supposed to be doing. (laughs) Everything turned literally, uh, you know, like almost overnight Hmm. in 20, the beginning of 2018 Hmm. was the beginning of this journey for me. Wow. So it's, you know, you just have to trust and stay the course. Yeah, for sure. You know, and and just, yeah, yeah, have faith. It'll work out. Yeah. You know, but it does not go as you plan. So anybody (laughs) listening or watching that that has a plan, you know, a five-year plan, a 10-year plan, those are just (laughs) ideas. (laughs) (laughs) They are just ideas and um, subject to change. (laughs) And that's that's how I, you know, how I view it. You just have to be flexible and Mm. not so rigid and not so hard on yourself. Yeah. Not so hard on yourself. Yeah. It's, uh, I, yeah, I mean, yeah, 
So <laughs> I can talk about that all day long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, tell me, I mean, like, you know, walk me through when you started the catering company. I mean, so I started the catering company a while ago. Um, I actually um, I had a child and, you know, I needed to stay home mm-hmm. um, and that cut our income in half. I was married at the time. Okay. You know, so I was like, okay, what in the world am I going to do to bring some money in this house? Because, you know, we weren't rich. Yeah. You know, um, I need to make some money. So I started cooking. Okay. And then it was like, okay, well, this is this is going pretty good. <laughs> um, okay, so let me get a license for it. You know, let's, <laughs> let's, let's be legal. <laughs> <laughs> and so I did that, and it just yeah. grew from there. Hmm. Um, it really did. It just grew from there. Word started getting out and, you know, I did weddings and small parties and, Hmm. you know, it, it was just, it was in my house. It was always a love of food. Um, my grandmother taught me how to cook. She taught me, you know, everything that I know. So I was Hmm. standing on stools, frying eggs at four years old, you know, and that was her thing. She was a person of service. You Hmm. know, she served her church. She served her family. She served her community Hmm. and her way of doing that was through food. Yeah. So it was kind of, I was my grandmother's knee baby. So it was kind of a learned behavior, Hmm. you know, if you will. And just watching her, you know, in the joy that she got when somebody ate her food, Hmm. you know, and they were, were happy. I think that's the most personal thing that you can give, you know, to someone is to, is to cook for them. It's Hmm. a gift, Yeah. you know, and Hmm. everything just grew from that, that love from watching her. And, you know, mm. she was super happy and I would help her and I would be super happy because she's super happy and the people that's eating are super happy, <laughs> you know, so we can all be happy yeah. from one pot of spaghetti that costs $12 to make. <laughs> you know, why is yeah. the world so evil? Yeah. <laughs> you know, everyone just eat spaghetti. <laughs> You'll be happy. You know, so it all started from there. And, you know, with the catering mm-hmm. and then I wanted a restaurant. Yeah. Um, I wanted a brick and mortar Hmm. and just looking around and, you know, this building and that building and, you know, then running into the red tape and the bureaucracy. Oh, well, you can't have it here. You know, oh, well, Hmm. no, that's not zoned for this. And okay, Hmm. well, you know, you're going to need X amount of dollars. And because Hmm. you're a new business, you know, we're not going to give you startup money and working capital, you know, so you need to find a business that's turnkey. And then Hmm. if you find a business that's turnkey, then it's a restaurant. So you're going in the same circle. We're not going to give you the working capital because you're a startup still. It's like, well, how in the hell am I supposed (laughs) to not be a startup if you won't give me anything to start with? You know, so it was just one vicious cycle. So going back to what we said before that's why i was so yeah so over it so when salt city market came i was like yeah <laughs> whatever yeah <laughs> you know i'm so so done with this because i'd been through it several times yeah. before only to you know get going and hit that roadblock like up oh, nope can't do it yeah you know financing funding okay you know i have 10 percent, i have five percent yeah but still we're not it's a high risk we're yep, yeah we're not gonna give it to you you know so it's been a long journey, yeah. you know, but I am true living evidence hmm. of, you know, with faith, persistence yeah. and hard work right? where it can get you. Um, because certainly, you know, we've signed a lease with Salt City Market mm-hmm. and I know that's not my my end destination. Yeah. You know, um, it's a stepping stone you right. know, and a wonderful one. You know, to get all the all of the entrepreneurs where they need to be, mm-hmm. you know, and if you don't use this opportunity wisely, 
Shame on you. Yeah, I was, I mean, I was thinking about that, like, you know, for the entrepreneurs that are going in there, this is going to be a beautiful building and brand know, spanking yeah, new. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, you know, working at Gearhars, I get to see kind of, yeah, yes. like, you know, it's like, all right, I want this there, you know, like you're getting this, lay it all out. And, uh, I mean, you're going into a beautiful space with more marketing advertising money put behind the opening absolutely than probably any other restaurant that's ever going to open in Syracuse uh so I'd imagine it's probably pretty difficult to not view that as like the end game you know right like if you're going to be probably pretty disappointed I'd imagine if uh you know, if that's like the that's end result. That's all there yeah, is. Yeah, exactly. Right. You know. Because um, you're there for a year. Is that right? Three. Oh, three years. Three oh, years. okay. Cool. Three years. Yeah. Um, and, you know, within three years, you know, you have a chance to, to hone your craft. Okay. You have a chance to hone your craft. You have a chance to develop your brand. Yeah. Um, you have a chance to build your clientele. Hmm. And you have the supports there if you need them to be, yeah. you know, because they're not like pushing you in this space and leaving you out high and dry and be like, okay, here, yeah. here you are. Um, hmm. We've had, we've been in classes since last year, hmm. business development, training, QuickBooks, how to treat your customers, uh, recipe development, costing, yeah. uh, you know, hmm. all of that. Yeah. So we've, we've been given the tools that we need to, to cool. make this a successful, yeah. successful run. And like I said, if you don't use that to your advantage, right. then shame on you. <laughs> <laughs> What's it like with uh, the rest with like the rest of the group? Is it is everybody kind of like uh, I mean, part of me envisions like this group text between all of you. There is. <laughs> it is so funny. There is. There's a Facebook. Uh, <laughs> there's a Facebook group. Oh, group nice. chat. Yeah. Um, but they are, you know, it's it's super helpful. Yeah. Um, you know, there's, there's no competition, That's cool. you know, amongst any of us. Um, we all got here the same way, Yeah. you know, and if there's anything that anyone can do, um, you know, they try to pitch yeah. in and, you know, help each other out and stuff like that. But it's, hmm. it's really a great group of people. Cool. Um, we have what Thai food and Burmese yeah. and Jamaican, and we have another, um, soul food guy. Um, hmm. We have pies and yeah. we have cakes and, you know, <laughs> it's just going to be a wonderful way to, you know, to just bring everybody together, Yeah, you know, awesome. and also t- I think uh, to eliminate some of this cultural bias and ignorance. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people maybe don't know anything about Burmese food or Thai food and what a great way to share your culture. Yeah you know, than through your food, yeah. you know? So I think that this market is going to do a great service, hmm. you know, to downtown Syracuse. Yeah. I really do. So you're cooking up soul food, right? I'm cooking up soul food, American soul. <laughs> no, That's Mary. American soul. There's classic soul and there's Neo soul. Yeah. So it's, What's the classic soul? Is that more like uh, classic soul is down South. That's okay. the straight macaroni and yeah. cheese, fried chicken, fried <laughs> fish you know collard greens and and (laughs) smothered and stuff with gravy yeah right (laughs) all that stuff (laughs) i was thinking about this before you got here like you know when i you know i've lived in i grew up in kentucky lived in texas uh lived in california for a really short time 
I've lived in Southern Ohio. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I don't think I've ever met people uh, be happier about a type of food than, especially when I lived in Texas, and that was soul food, and that was Puerto Rican food. Mm-hmm. People were, I mean, it was a celebration. You get excited. Eat. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Absolutely, because you know that's when the butter comes out. Yeah, that's... right, yeah. <laughs> butter makes everything better. Yeah, for butter sure. Butter and bacon. Yeah. You can't go wrong with butter and bacon. <laughs> so those are, you know, some of the the traditional yeah um things that will you know will That's be awesome. on our menu and then we have the neo soul mm-hmm. you know which is a a nod to the lighter side of soul food okay. you know we take the soul food traditions and we put a twist on it we northernize it if you will <laughs> you know so you can get things like a massaged collared uh chicken and waffle salad um <laughs> get a chicken waldorf salad um you know you can get uh chicken and Cajun pasta, you know, so we try to lighten things up a bit, try to play both sides of the fence, if you will. I love that chicken and waffle salad. Yeah. Yeah. With a homemade maple vinaigrette dressing. So that that's, you know, I'm sure that's going to be good, but yeah, yeah. we've, but it's a different twist on it, you know, um, and just trying to, to be innovative and realize that not everybody wants Mm. to eat macaroni and cheese yeah. in the middle of the day and go back to work because <laughs> it is heavy yeah, you for know sure. it is heavy so you know we try to take that into consideration and um hmm. you know be able to to serve the market yeah you know to serve hmm. that you have to know your dynamic you know yeah. in business you have to know your customer mm-hmm. you know and although that might be a weekend dish they might just want to grab a quick salad and go back to work. Yeah. So you have to be able to, to navigate if you will, and to be able to make those adjustments and changes. See, I I like that. And I don't like that. I do like that because it's smart, right? It's it's like, it's trying to, you know, keep it, you know, like, listen, I want to be able to sell it anybody and everybody. So I'm going to have everything on the menu that I can. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it reminds me of this group, this uh, band who, uh, I've told this story before, but basically they they had their album with their hits and they had been around and uh, they had just put out a new album and they were playing this concert and uh, their manager comes to him backstage and says, hey, all the record execs are here and uh, the band have been planning on playing all their new stuff. And the record their manager said uh, the record executives want to hear all the hits. And so the band sat backstage and like had this however long conversation uh, uh, argument amongst themselves. Well, do we go out there and play to the crowd and play the hits that they want to hear? Or do we play the stuff that we just wrote, the creative stuff that we want, you know, and ultimately the guy had written this book about it and his ultimate thing was play for yourself, Mm -hmm. write a song for yourself. Don't write it thinking about, Who's going to be listening to this one day and what do they want to hear? But write it for yourself. Because those are the hits. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Right. Those those yeah. are the hits. And you might get stuck playing those hits for the rest of your life, you know. Yeah. But, yeah. I struggled with that in the beginning. Mm-hmm. I struggled with that. Um, it was. I am a down home soul food cook. Yeah. My food isn't pretty. Yeah. Don't come to me. <laughs> with any, you know, greenery and all that stuff. (laughs) 
it's not going to look the best, but it's going to taste fantastic yeah. because that's who I am. I'm not going to conform. This is it. Mm. This is what I do. If you want that stuff, go someplace else. <laughs> <laughs> You're not trying to make it Instagram worthy. Right. Yeah, I'm yeah. not trying to. My food is not Instagram worthy picture wise, but it tastes good. Yeah. You know, and I was stuck mm. there, um, you know, for a long time. Yeah. You know, and a very dear friend of mine, hmm. he came to me. He was like, look, you're limiting hmm. yourself. And it's not that I couldn't right. cook the other stuff. Yeah. I told you I'm type A. I do what I want to <laughs> do. You know, <laughs> It's not what I wanted, yeah. you know, to cook. And when I started hmm. um, to cook those other things, it opened me up to a whole new market. Yeah. Um, and then I was able to slide in the barbecue jackfruit. Mm. Oh, would you like to try the barbecue chicken? Would you like to yeah. try the fried chicken and the greens? And you, <laughs> you, you get them to come on over to the other side <laughs> and they enjoy it yeah. and, and they love it. So that's where that, that staying true to you, to who you are, Yeah. but being willing to have a conversation and be flexible, hmm. You know, about things. One of the hardest lessons. And if, <laughs> if they were here, they would just eat this up. I'm sure they will when they watch it. But just yeah. that was one of the hardest lessons yeah. that I had to learn in this industry is mm. flexibility. Yeah. Just being flexible. And mm. it and it works. Um, the majority of my business is not greens and fried chicken. Yeah. It just isn't, mm. you know, um, because that's the dynamic that we serve every now and again it is. But, yeah. you know. It's the the vegan, really know, the jackfruit. Well, the, you said jackfruit. I was thinking uh, there's a barbecue truck in Syracuse who he was doing jackfruit for a little bit, and mm -hmm. but it was too expensive for him, and not enough people were ordering it. Mm -hmm. But I took two of my vegetarian friends down there one day. Now I got the uh, pork burrito that had the mac and cheese and the tater tots inside of it, and they that sounds yeah, good. No, that does sound good, <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh, and they got their jackfruit, uh, like barbecue pulled, whatever sandwich. Mm -hmm. And they were convinced that it wasn't, uh, that it was pulled they pork. They were huh? convinced. And the only thing that threw it off was the salt, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, so they were like, well, it's not as salty as it should be. So, mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, that stuff, that's pretty it legit. Yeah, it, for and, sure. it, and it's great. You know, my kids are like, mom, what is that? And then they <laughs> tasted it and it was like, oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> you know, so, you know, just being open, you know, to try and cook new things, yeah. you know, because I mean, seriously, I brought that. My relatives were like, what is this? <laughs> and why are you cooking that? You know, because they had never seen it before or yeah. heard of it to let alone try to eat it. I and bet. then when I, they were like, oh, yeah. you know. It's not tastes that good. bad. It yeah. tastes good. Right. You know, so just being open, you yeah. know, to trying new ideas and taking granny's dishes and, yeah. you know, putting hmm. a spin on them. Yeah. You know, and it works. So I want to ask two questions before I let you go. The okay. first one is uh, what's your favorite uh, or a couple favorite restaurants in Syracuse? Oh, my goodness. I love Lacey's. Lacey's Tapas Bar. Really? Okay. I do. Um, I have always been a fan of Lacey's. Um, I like mm. their cheers mentality, yeah. you know, where everybody knows your I name. I do like that about them. You yeah. know, Lauren Cindy are out there, you know, yeah. greeting the folk and the right. bartender's always great. Um, so I've always been a fan of Lacey's. Um, They're good people. They are. They're genuinely good hearted people. But as a bigger guy. There's something about it. I went years ago, maybe four years ago with friends of mine. Mm -hmm. And uh, we sat, it was my, oh. they, they loved it. And I knew it was, uh, <laughs> you know, 
whatever tapas tapas mm-hmm. uh, when we went. I knew it was that. But so your your table just has a bunch right. of plates on it. Yeah. <laughs> but they were like, you know, it was like uh, I don't, I just that I couldn't for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. But they're great people. Yeah, they are great, people. <laughs> and it tasted good. And it does taste good. Yeah. But like, I, I always have like twenty <laughs> plates because I want yeah. this, I want this, yeah, exactly, and I want that. But I really, yeah. um, as for a second restaurant, I'm not certain because I really don't eat out. Yeah, um, you know, and my kids are just accustomed to me. Yeah, you know, cooking. Mm you know, at home. Yeah. Um, so when I do go out, you know, it's to a place like <laughs> Lacey's or, you know, to grab something, yeah. not really a fast food fan either. Yeah. So I would have to stick with Lacey's. Okay. You know, as my, as there my top, yeah. top choice. That's when I go out, that's where that's I, where I used to go to Santangelo's. Mm, um, okay, yeah. I, I did used to go there. I haven't been um, there in a while. Yeah. I haven't yeah. been there in years, but I would say either Lacey's or Santangelo's. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't get to too many, you know, we, we kind of have to go out for the Instagram, but we go out. Um, the only Italian place I really have gone to in a while around here has been uh, Tassone's in Baldwinsville. Oh, yes. Just because, yes. you know, mm-hmm. and uh, Amano downtown, mm-hmm. which they're phenomenal. I mean, yeah. you know, he's but uh, yeah, I typically don't hit up too many Italian places. I don't know if it's because I am Italian, you know, but <laughs> what it is, but uh, I just don't, you know, right. usually right. If, if we really want Italian food, I'll make it. Mm-hmm. You know? Right. Exactly. Right. You, you make it yeah. because that's what you do. Right. You know? So we you were know, doing that much. a lot. Obviously everybody was, but cooking a lot during quarantine. And uh, I was trying to dial in pizzas like no other. I mean, we were making pizzas maybe three, four nights a week, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. Uh, which I loved, but my wife eventually got yeah, sick. Yeah, got of tired it. of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So tell everybody about uh, your pop up and when it's happening. And so I am having a curbside takeout. Um, Salt City Market is all of their vendors are taking a week um, to showcase their. Um, their food, mm-hmm. um, their their top items that are going to be on their menu to see how the community responds to it and how nice. they like it. So I will be at With Love on Salina Street um, from August 12th through the 14th. That's a Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. And I will have lots of great food for you to come and try. You can go to our website to pre-order. Everything is pre-order. Um, mm-hmm. Um, and our menu is there. You can get a sneak preview. Um, Salt City Market, of course, will be putting out lots of great oh, advertisement yeah. and yep. stuff like that. You can hit me on their page. Okay. Um, but I would love for you to all come out and, uh, you know, get yeah. a taste of Miss Prissy and get to meet us. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know we'll be down there for sure. Awesome. So. Awesome. Yeah. I thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you for coming down. I appreciate it. And, uh, yeah. It's great. Everybody thank go you. check them out. Yes. Thank you so much. Well, there it is, everybody. Thank you so much for checking out this week's episode of the Local New York Podcast. As always, make sure that you hit that subscribe button. That way you know the moment a new episode drops. And don't forget to leave us a review. Let us know what you think of the Local New York Podcast. You can follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, all of them. You know know where to find us. Just type in Local New York. All right. Thank you so much. We're going to catch you at the next episode of the Eat Local New York podcast. Ease your heart.
Hoping that they find some. 